Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people have more and better sex. And who doesn't want that? This is episode five, all about attraction and connection in the lifestyle. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, the podcast panties I'm wearing are silky with blue, green, and teal designs, and they're trimmed with blue lace. They feel very nice against my skin. So the Confident Swinger podcast is for, you guessed it, swingers. We talk about sex a lot, and I fucking cuss a lot, so the show is for adults only. If you aren't a legal adult, there's the door. Well, not an actual door, but you can still find your way to the stop button. Also, on the show, we talk about real shit. Like actual life shit that's happened to me and may have happened to you too. It's things that I've learned from, and the result for me has been mind-blowing sex, confidence, and real happiness. And that's what I want for you too. The whole purpose is to open your eyes to a different, healthier way to see yourself and the world, but sometimes that journey hurts like hell, like getting your cooter waxed. Yeah, that shit hurts. So don't get butthurt if we talk about some shit that you think is offensive or hits a nerve. You are responsible for your feelings, Sally, not me. If it does hit a nerve, there's probably a reason, and you could maybe benefit from some coaching. So if that doesn't work for you, Maybe this isn't the show for you, or maybe the timing just isn't right. No hard feelings for me and no judgment. Maybe you aren't ready to explore yourself right now, and that's okay. I'll be here when you are ready. Also, just a disclaimer so some asshole doesn't try to sue me, I'm a coach, not a therapist or a counselor. Now on to the show. So today we're going to talk about attraction what it is, why you feel it for some people and not for others, and if there are ways you can make yourself more attractive to other people. Attraction basically means that you have a feeling of interest in something. That makes sense, right? There are six basic kinds of attraction. Aesthetic attraction, intellectual attraction, physical attraction, emotional attraction, romantic attraction, and sexual attraction. Let's start with aesthetic attraction. This is the attraction that you feel when you see a hottie walk into the party and you're like, damn, she is fine as fuck. This isn't necessarily the same as physical attraction or sexual attraction. You may think someone is attractive and have no desire to touch them or have sex with them. Have you ever known someone that was physically attractive? There was no denying that. But you still detested them and you wouldn't fuck them with my dick? Yeah, me too. Aesthetic attraction is sort of like you liking the smooth lines of a Ferrari. 
You like the way it looks, but you don't want to stick your dick in it. There's also intellectual attraction. That happens when you're drawn to someone on an intellectual level. You may love to discuss different topics with them, or you may love the way they question and challenge you to think about things differently. Some people may need this type of attraction to be sexually attracted to someone, and some people may not. Everybody's different. That's what makes life so fun. It's a smorgasbord of awesomeness. Physical attraction is the desire to be around people and to be physically loved and cared for by them. This can be accompanied by sexual attraction and romantic attraction, but it doesn't have to be. Think about the attraction that you have for your kids or other family members. You are attracted to being around them. You want to touch them, hug them, and kiss them in a non-sexual way. This is physical attraction. Emotional attraction is when you want to be emotionally present with another person. You want to share your feelings with them and connect on an emotional level. You probably have this kind of attraction with your friends and family, and with your partner, hopefully. It is extremely important to have this kind of attraction and connection with other people, and feel like you can share your feelings with them. Romantic attraction is when you want to be romantically involved with someone. You want that deeper level of commitment with them. You want to date and maybe get married. You want to be in a relationship with them. This is romantic attraction. Sexual attraction is when you want to do the naughty with someone. This is usually what people are referring to when they say they're attracted to someone. We're going to focus on sexual attraction because, um, sex, yes. You can't have more and better sex without sexual attraction. That attraction can happen just in your head as a thought, like, damn, I'd like to go balls deep in her, or I would like to ride him like a bull. Or it can happen in your body as a sensation, like a tingle in your belly or a flutter in your chest, or both. Everybody's different, and every attraction is different. Sexual attraction is a physiological reaction. You can't control it. That feeling can also change over time. You can become more or less attracted to someone based on timing, experiences with them, mood, the moon, your feelings for them, your feelings for yourself, the clown you saw at the circus, or your Starbucks order. Seriously, almost anything can affect attraction. So why do you feel attracted to some people and not to others? That's the magic question, isn't it? And I would love to tell you that I have the answer. I have some reasons, but not really the answer, because the truth is I don't think anybody really knows. Attraction often happens on a subconscious level and often on a physiological level. You can't tell yourself, I want to be attracted to someone, and then boom, attraction. Wouldn't it be great if it did? Nobody would have to take one for the team if they could choose to be attracted to the other half of a couple that their partner was attracted to. It would make life so much easier. How many times have you told yourself, I like him or her, I really wish I was attracted to them, but I'm just not. It would be great if we could just wave our magic bullet and bam, attraction. But that's just not reality. Life is way more complicated than that. So let's talk about some of the reasons you might be attracted to someone. It could be that they're putting out a pheromone that you're reacting to, or you might be reacting to your own hormones. It might be that they're similar to you, or maybe that they're different and you're responding to that difference. It may be something triggered in you from a past experience, or it may be something in their energy that is attracting you to them. There are way too many possibilities to determine the one reason 
because it's a combination of a fuck ton of things, most of them subconscious. But for most people, that spark, that attraction, that sexual attraction, has almost nothing to do with how you look. So for all the people out there saying, I'm ugly, nobody is going to be attracted to me, that's just some straight up bullshit that your bitchy little brain is telling you. First of all, you're not ugly. And second, if anything, people are going to be less attracted to you because of your negative attitude, because that shit glows like a neon sign, not because you have a dad bod. I think dad bods are sexy as fuck, by the way. The point of all this bullshit is simple. Attraction is a personal feeling. So that means it has to do with the person feeling or not feeling the attraction and not with you. It's not all about you, Dolores. If I'm attracted to someone, it is because of my feelings, my thoughts, my emotions, my experiences, not theirs. It may be affected by them, by their looks or their personality or their energy, but it's really about me. For me personally, I'm usually more attracted to positive, high-energy people. But just because you may not be a positive, high-energy person doesn't make you bad or wrong. It just means you have a different energy. I may not be attracted to the energy you're putting out, and that's okay. Someone else may be attracted to more chill people. And some people are not going to be attracted to the high energy that I put out, and that's okay. Everybody is different. So let's normalize the fact that it is perfectly okay to not be sexually attracted to someone. It is not a reflection on you. It does not mean that you are not desirable. It does not mean that you aren't an amazing fucking human being because you are. It just means that I'm attracted to something else. If we could realize this and really believe it in our guts, how much better would life be? If we could have an honest conversation with someone and be able to tell them that you aren't sexually attracted to them without them taking it personally and getting their feelings hurt, wouldn't that be great? You're going to be attracted to some people and not to others. That's fucking normal. And that means that some people are going to be attracted to you and others aren't. Once again, that's fucking normal. So why does it hurt our feelings if someone says, I'm just not attracted to you? It shouldn't. It just goes back to you not being confident in yourself and your bitchy little brain takes it as I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive enough, I'm not sexy enough, when that is just not the fucking case. Let's look, really look, at sexual attraction in the light of what it truly is, a physiological response. And it's hard to take a physiological response personally. Let's look at it another way. My hubby doesn't like steak. Does that mean there's something wrong with him? I mean, my gut wants to say yes, it's not fucking natural to not like steak, but in all honesty, no, there's nothing wrong with him. It just means he doesn't like steak. He doesn't like the taste and the texture. Me, I fucking love steak. I could eat it every day. Like grilled to medium, seasoned just right, topped with some melted butter and maybe some grilled onions. Mmm. I like steak. He doesn't. No matter what I do to steak, no matter how I dress it up or pretty it up, put it in a little black dress and slap on some red lipstick, he's not going to like steak. It's not his taste. There's nothing wrong with steak. Steak is fucking amazing. Steak makes my mouth water, but not for him. It makes my mouth water. It doesn't make his mouth water. He's not attracted to steak. He doesn't want to fuck steak. 
Okay, I may have taken this metaphor one step too far if we're talking about fucking a piece of actual meat, but you get my point. So if attraction is about other people, the way they think and feel, if it's a physiological reaction, what about if you are attracted to someone and you want them to be attracted to you? I mean, that is the ideal, right? For someone that we are attracted to to also be attracted to us? I mean, I get that it's okay if someone isn't attracted to me. And I agree that it's not a reflection of me as a person if someone isn't attracted to me. Those things are all true, but I still want that hottie that I'm attracted to to want me right back so we can get freaky in the playroom together. So are there some things that we can do to make ourselves more attractive to them? I'm so glad you asked. Yes, there are some things you can do. Attraction often happens on a subconscious level, so there are some things that we can do to make other people look at you in a more appealing way. I've got six tips for you to make yourself more attractive to that hottie that you'd really like to get naked with. Tip number one, have open body language. You say way more with your body than you do with your words. The way you stand, sit, position your arms, lean, tilt your head, all of that communicates something to other people. And people are going to be more attracted to you if they perceive that you are attracted to them. Body language is a whole thing. We'll have a whole episode about body language in the future. But for now, I want you to focus on having open body language. That means don't cross your arms or legs. That gives the impression that you're closed off and not interested. Don't hold your drink or your vibrator or whatever in the center of your body. That creates a barrier between you and the person you're engaging with. Hold it more to the side. I know that sounds crazy, but it works. So have open body language. Tip number two, make eye contact. There are very few things that you can do to communicate your interest to someone that will have more of an impact than making direct eye contact with them. Now, I'm not talking about staring at them all night. That's creepy as fuck. I'm talking about catching their eye and holding eye contact with them for about two or three seconds before looking away. It will communicate that you are interested and that you see them, really see them, and that you like what you see. Tip number three, try some pheromones. There are some perfumes or colognes that have pheromones in them, and there are some odorless sprays or oils that you can use. Simple biology says that pheromones arouse the attraction in others. So if that's the case, why not let biology help you get laid more and try some topical pheromones? What do you have to lose? Tip number four, show an interest. Ask questions. Be genuinely curious. Let's think about this. Let's say that Bill comes up and starts talking about himself. He talks for a few minutes, then says, I've got to go and walks away. And then Frank comes up and starts asking you about yourself and finds a common interest that you both have in common. You talk for a few minutes and then he says, ah, damn, I have to go and walks away. Which guy are you going to like more? Which guy are you going to wish didn't walk away? Which guy are you more likely to be attracted to? Tip number five, mirror their energy and actions. People are often attracted to people who are similar to themselves. If they're high energy, they're usually attracted to other people who have high energy. So mirror their energy and actions. Now I'm not saying to be anything other than yourself. You are a precious fucking flower in the garden of life, and I love you just the way you are. So don't try to be fake or phony. But you can adjust your own nonverbal cues to match someone else's. Mirror their actions. If they pick up a drink, 
you pick up a drink. If they touch your arm when they speak, you touch their arm. If they speak fast, speed up your pace a little. If they sit, you sit. Match their body language, gestures, and movements. Now, this isn't like an actual fucking mirror or the stop copying me game we played as kids to annoy our older brother. You aren't doing exactly the same things that they're doing at the same time and in the same way or repeating what they say. That's going to be really fucking weird and not at all attractive. Make it subtle. The point is to tell them that you're similar to them, but on a subconscious level. Tip number six, smile. This is the biggest, baddest, and best tip there is. Just fucking smile. Smiling is the universal language of joy and happiness, and everybody is attracted to joy and happiness. So smile, but don't go overboard. You can smile too much, and it comes off as super creepy. The rule of thumb is to wait, then smile. Wait until you're introduced to someone, and then smile. Make eye contact with them, and then smile. Ask a question, wait for the answer, and then smile. If you smile all the time, it doesn't look genuine. It looks like you're trying too hard and that you have something to hide. Attraction is really fucking important. It's a big part of life, and it's a big part of sex. Sure, you can have sex with someone that you aren't attracted to. I'd say most of us have probably done that at some point in our lives for one reason or another. But sex is so much fucking better if you're attracted to someone. You're going to be way more into it, way more turned on, way more in the moment. The connection is going to be stronger. And more turned on plus better connection equals better orgasms. A strong attraction can make the difference between okay sex and oh my fucking god sex. So let's be honest about who we're attracted to. Would you rather have sex with just anyone or someone that you're really attracted to? It's okay to not be attracted to someone. That's perfectly fucking normal. Actually, it would be really not normal to be attracted to absolutely everyone. I'm not even sure how that would work, but I'm pretty sure it would end badly. So let's normalize not being attracted to someone. How do we do that? It starts with one conversation, and then another, and then another. Is it okay if you aren't attracted to me? Fuck yes it is. Maybe I'm not steak to you, and that's fine. So go find and fuck your own steak. And somehow we're back to fucking steak. Sorry. Let's normalize not being attracted to people. If you want some outside help with this, or something else that's coming up for you in the lifestyle, let's talk about it. Send me an email at joe at com and put let's talk in the subject line. That's it for today. I hope you liked the show. Please share, share, share. Subscribe and write a review, pretty please. We're talking about important shit here, and other people need to hear it too. We all want to be more confident so we can all get laid more. I love you sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.